Why don't you fall asleep on me? to the inaugural episode of Political Brothers. My name is Chauncey, and I'm here with my brother. Hi, guys. My name is Avery. And a little tidbit, I'm the older brother, and unfortunately, my little younger brother here is kind of crazy. <laughs> I'm not that crazy. I, I just think all people should be afforded certain things, like health care and stuff. Well, and I don't feel like it should empty the pockets and the coffers of the government. But the fact of the matter, though, is, is that um, we're two brothers who see different issues side to side. And I have to say, Avery, uh, how many siblings do we have now? Because you're obviously not the, the baby. You're like somewhere around in the middle. Yeah, I used to be the baby, but that lasted for like two years. Um, so I think we have... Family size total, I think, is like 11 now. We added a new family member last year. So it's get, it's getting there. I, I can't even keep track. Well, all I know is, is that you're lucky I know your birthday. And the rest, it's just, um, if mom reminds me, then good luck. <laughs> Everyone out there with one sibling, be, be thankful for that for birthday purposes and like birth dates and stuff truly be thankful for that it, it, it gets hard out there most definitely but now we're just going to dive in as to what this podcast is really about so a little bit about what the purpose of this podcast is essentially is that my brother and i love him to death uh we just have different political views some things we agree on some things we don't for example i'm personally i'm an independent with conservative ties, especially on the economic front. And my brother, you know, he can speak for himself. You know, he's a progressive. And we agree on certain issues, and the certain issues we differ uh, greatly. And I feel in this current climate, with all the um, changes in the United American political landscape, I, I feel like politics is something that needs to be discussed more and more and more especially with the generation coming up and with the great strides in voter turnout. And the only way that you do that is by pushing and pushing and pushing. So Avery, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Let them know who you are. Yeah, sure. Um, and like in, in, so again, my name is Avery. Um, and in general, I think, uh, like you said, uh, Chauncey, um, these types of, podcasts certainly aren't uh you know few in number or anything but they add to adding to the pool is beneficial because uh having these types of conversations is super super valuable um especially given how partisan our nation is politically at this time um so just to, so that's just that uh but to provide some uh background um so even though we come from the same family, I think we've ended up uh, pretty differently in terms of what we want to do in life. And so I'm a scientist. Um, I graduated uh, with a degree in biology and a minor in, uh, like a major in biology uh, and a minor in philosophy. And currently I have aspirations to go to um, a medical school to, for, to learn how to do medical research. Um, but along the way, uh, I think especially in the last few years, due to the, um, the uh, 
I don't know exactly what to call this, but the rise of uh, like uh, Trump-based politics, Trumpism, you know, uh, right-wing uh, conservatism in the United States, I uh, became more politically charged and motivated. Um, and so I've grown, like, I think like every day, honestly, I grow a bit more politically engaged and try to be more involved, um, which is why, why in part I'm doing this podcast. And I do want to add a little tidbit of where we differ as well, besides politically. My brother is a hardcore vegan. So for all yes, sir. the vegans, he has a few good recipes to share as well. And uh, just a little add more about myself, because I realized that didn't give really much about me. Uh, I did attend a uh, university as well. Um, with a medical background for my studies. Uh, currently, though, I have changed it due to personal reasons and obviously economic and outside forces. Um, switch it up to more of a retail uh, merchandising uh, role as well as finance um, for my personal um, growth and you know so we're gonna go ahead and start and just dive in at this point though um so obviously big topic in the news right now and uh avery you and i we had a lengthy conversation about this prior to that to today's show uh what took place at capitol hill yeah pretty crazy um, it really was. Um, certainly nothing like that has ever happened in the history of the United States. And the last time such, um, such an event similar to that happened, uh, I believe it was during the War of 1812 when the British uh, invaded Washington, D.C. and basically burned everything down to the ground. Um, so no presidents or reference really other than, other than that. Um, so Avery, since, you know, it was pro Trumpers that took it away. And I know how you feel about the right wing, especially the radical right. Um, why don't you take it away with Capitol Hill? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I think there's a lot to talk about in that space uh, of discussion. Um, and you know, my feelings on it really aren't mixed, I would say, but they're like, there's just a multitude of them. On the one hand, you have, you know, this immediate kind of disgust, right? Because it's, it's essentially uh, an insurrection type of thing. Um, maybe the, the, like the, the MAGA pro-Trump protests uh, kind of started out um, peacefully to some extent, but then they uh, grew pretty pretty rapidly into something uh, much, much more the opposite, right? Uh, I mean, the, the videos, I mean, everyone can look them up. They're pretty graphic and, and honestly pretty scary, especially since, like you said, we haven't seen something like a breaching of Capitol Hill in such a way uh, since like over 200 years ago, right? Um, and you, one would think Capitol Hill, uh, the Capitol building is secure, like that these types of things wouldn't happen. Um, and so that there's a scary kind of gut reaction to it that's pretty negative. But at the same time, it's like, uh, at least to me, it's, all, it's also kind of sad from my perspective because these are people who 
I think if they had been under different circumstances, wouldn't have, you know, felt the need uh, to oppose literally election results. You know, it used to be that elections in the United States, I mean, you have Gore versus Bush, uh, you know, at the turn of the century. But besides that, not really much controversy. You just count the votes and you see what happens. But suddenly, uh, non-coincidentally, uh, at the same time as the rise of right-wing extremism in the United States, you have all of these conspiracy theories and Trump uh, telling his support and other Republicans uh, telling their supporters to kind of march on Capitol Hill. And what, what kind of, what do you well, expect to happen? Well, I do want to say, though, that there is truth that a lot of, <laughs> you know, the, for example, Nancy Pelosi did push people for doing the protest and as well, not at Capitol Hill, but in prior months with the Black Lives Matter movement, um, as well as um, going after right wingers for, you know, because Trump said a lot of outlandish comments. So I'm just putting it out there as well. But I do want to say, though, for the record, uh, you know, Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sun did resign um, after this, which was something that I personally uh is gl I'm glad it has happened because you think that with government buildings, especially one of the capital, uh, essentially where our laws are written and, uh, you know, and our, uh, that that would be like Fort Knox, like no one's going to be able to walk in there. Like, obviously you see all the memes on social media. Um, there was even one where, uh, you know, people saying, oh, I could have just walked up and did that. But the fact of the matter, though, is now we have to uptight, we have to strengthen the security at Capitol Hill. And now we have to change everything. And so it's going to be, Avery, at the end of the day, it always takes a few run at apples to ruin the whole batch. And now we just got to see what's going on. But I do want to say this, especially with Capitol Hill, because we did have a conversation prior to this about, protesting for this show we've had numerous discussion on protesting what we believe was right what we believe was wrong and the fact of the matter is this what happened at capitol hill was wrong what happened outside of capitol hill the freedom of speech which is the, in our united states constitution freedom of speech was okay but then when you go into a frenzy and people's lives are at stake um, property damage, just destruction. It took away from the message because pro-Trump protesters' message at that rally was they believe that the election was stolen from President Trump. They believe in this big conspiracy from the Democratic Party that the election was rigged. And that is why they were there. But now, but you don't hear that on the headlines, though. You don't see it on CNN, Fox, anyone. That The main headline is President Trump antagonizes the left. R rallied up, riled up his supporters. And then they ransacked Capitol Hill specifically the episode of that one gentleman who was seen photographed 
in Nancy Pelosi's office and left with uh, one of her letterheads. Um, so as a protester, you see this and the message is gone. Same thing with what we talked about prior. So my main, but my main gist of what I'm saying though is about protesting is that when you, you have the right to say what you want to say, you have the right to speak freely, but when you are starting to do hate, destruction of property, that is where you're lost. Because so, I guarantee, because I guarantee if it was peaceful protesting outside Capitol Hill, we would not be talking about this. We would be talking about their message, that there are still people who believe in President Trump and that they sincerely believe that this election was stolen. And that's it. But now we have all this extra noise. So, so I, I, guess, I guess I agree to the extent that the, mess, the headlines and such would be different. But I think we have to think about the word, the act of protesting in the context here. So when you protest on the day that the Electoral College is meeting uh, to certify the vote of the general election, right, you are essentially doing the same thing that they ended up doing, but not physically so. So you're, you're saying, I'm protesting the, this, this, the election because I think it was a farce, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like the headline is still, in a way, it's just verbally so, but in a way, that's pretty much the same thing uh, in meaning as uh, wanting, like, it, it's the same as a person saying, I, I am, I want to secede, for example. Uh, the difference being, oh, well, they didn't actually do the Civil War, right? They didn't draw up articles of secession. Uh, and bringing that analogy here it's it's a group it's a large group of people unfortunately but it's a it's a group of people who are protesting the election they are they want to do insurrection before they did it um and then they actually did it you know um and so i, I don't know uh, uh, in terms of optics i guess they're different but messaging wise i think the message still is the uh, political establishment is corrupt um, and we, like the Trump supporters uh, in, in the crowds there, uh, don't think the election was true. And that's not going to change. To be, to be honest, it's interesting because not only wasn't that going to change if they didn't storm Capitol Hill, I don't really understand what their expert expectations were once they chose to do it. You know, like, oh, do you mean storming Capitol Hill? Yeah, like what was, what was really going to, what did they think was going to happen? Exactly. Because Trump was pretty explicit in his tweets saying, like, March on Capitol Hill, it can change the election outcome. You know, like. But, but, but I do want to stop you there. There is evidence that this has been planned for months. This took months of planning. Yeah, because that's true. You look at various social medias and Facebook, Twitter, they're all deep diving and they're realizing that. This was planned for months, especially during the election. And so to blame President Trump for citing this, what some left wing are saying was spur of the moment. I don't think they're saying it's spur of the moment. 
Well, that's what that's what some, it, it's it's a sound. It depends where you go. But the fact of the matter though is, is that this took months of planning. And yes, I believe President Trump. And I will say this on the side note. No matter my political beliefs, me personally, I will always give the office of the presidency its respect, no matter what who, what man or woman resides in it. Just wanted to put that as a side note. So I have a question on that. Uh, It's a bit diverting, but if you were in Germany at the time that the Third Reich came to power, would you really have supported uh, Hitler being in power? Okay, so... Avery, hold on, hold on. I'm not not, not saying... That's completely far away from where we were going. But so I think the, it's in, I think it's important though because it sounds a little bit like you're saying no, was, but that, that's two drastic things, Avery. Here's the thing: comparing talking about the president of the United States, which is an office that is a democratic elected individual by their constituents and the electoral college, and is certified and ratified by the Senate. Is, I mean, Hitler was elected to office. He was elected to office, but he was not. He was not. He was elected a, by plurality. World War So, and I watched all of that. But the fact that, and read all of that. But the fact that matter though is, Hitler took over the power. It was given to him. He was not elected to be the the chancellor of, of Germany. Hitler was I forget what it is, and I don't want to say be one of those people with all these false facts on this, especially on our first episode, because I'd not become prepared for that. So kudos to you. But the fact is that the German people did not have any power in in making him chancellor. Simple as that. So that's- I'm still going to disagree with that, but I could choose a different person. Avery, if the president of the United States is a dictator, I'm not saying he's a dictator. I'm don't just hate, saying that. Don't hate the office. Hate the individual who holds the office is what I'm saying. Hate's a strong yeah. word. You don't have to dislike. But that's what I'm saying. So if, the pre- if, if Obama or Trump or Jimmy Carter or Ronald Reagan, if I met them in real life, I will shake their hand and I will be polite. Simple as that. Me personally. I, I, okay, so I guess I understand that, but. Because at this, the end of the day, whoever is elected freely in this country, man or woman, I am not going to be that individual who says that is not my president. I am stating that right now because as an American citizen, I would hope that every American, especially those that voted in any election, would want the president of the United States, whoever that may be, to succeed in office, not to fail. Because to wish for someone to fail is to basically wish that this country gets fucked up even more. And there we go, Avery. Ding, ding, ding. The first curse word. And you were right. It was going to be me. <laughs> because that's because that's the fact of it all. Um, that the president needs to succeed. We want any government official to succeed in office. Not yeah. fail. But so, so, so to kind of bring it back to the insurrection stuff i don't think you can you can you can simultaneously hold the view that you're going to respect the office of the president and you're going to hold them accountable for when they do really bad stuff 
and they don't come into conflict with each other. So, uh, for example, it's it's fairly obvious that he incited uh, the riots that happened. The I, I can't really call them. I don't know if definitionally they'd be a riot or something, but I'm going to call them. Uh, it's not a, a protest. Act of Capitol Hill. <laughs> yeah. The the. But the, I do have to. I'm, I'm sorry. Coup, I'm going to stop really. you there. I'm going to stop you there. Yes, he did rile people up, President Trump, and I believe his BS methods. Do you think that's responsible for that office? What, the president or Trump? The pre- you're talking about as, the presidential office or the, or the man? As, as the president of the United States, do you think it is an appropriate form of behavior to contest the uh, results for no, uh, of almost... Not. And when that's just thing, no, of course not. Unless there was viable evidence of tampering which, of course, every federal court and even the Supreme Court, the highest court in this land, has deemed that is a lie. So no one had, so that never happened. Simple as that. There was no rigged election. And, you know, I already told you this, Avery. You want to know how you get the conspiracy theorists to shut up? You go to every state, those that Trump was leading by, even leading at the end, and those that didn't weren't leading, or you know, vice versa. Trump was leading, Biden was leading. Whoever won every damn state, you might as well recount every damn vote in this country that was recount. done. And no, no, I'm just saying you do a recount everywhere. The conspiracy theorists have nothing to say. That's yeah, they that's do. the they simple say thing. Dude, dude, dude. Uh, let me tell you, these people are resilient. Okay. So no, of course, but the, but the fact they did three recounts in Georgia and they still don't believe it. Well, then let them believe what they want to believe. So losers, so losers, and uh, you know it is what it is. But I but guess I, I guess what I'm saying is, is like it's different, a different outcome. Like there's a universe in which Trump did not, and somehow I still don't believe that he would have done this even in another universe because it's like his personality. But everything is the same. You have your conspiracy theorists, whatever. But Trump did not egg them on. That universe exists, and I actually don't think they would have marched on Capitol because, like, when you're an authority figure and you give people permission to do something, pretty much I, they're going I, they're going to do it. I disagree with you, with you there on certain parts. I, I will say this: Did Trump is Trump a major reason why these protesters did what they did? Yes. Yep. Did he say the wrong things at his last? Um, public appearance and speech. Yes. Yep. But, as I stated before, it's Trump. Trump is, you can't blame everything on Trump. I'm it's not. like blame, I'm it's like it's how the right on Obama. You can't blame everything on one person. Favorite. We started off with Capitol Hill. We took a little journey to talking about the integrity of the presidency and we went a little sideways. But I do, I think the, the, the whole, it all boils down to is one thing that a lot of Americans the, from the conservative side to the progressive side and the people like me that are sort of right in the middle of the raw have the debate of this, protesting. How far can you go? before it's not protesting. And yeah, I think we've, that's a good question. 
And I think we have discussed this numerous times. For me, I believe protesting ends when destruction starts, no matter what way you slice it. I believe that when you start destroying businesses, homes, uh, harming others because of a different belief, um, I don't believe a bunch of people being frustrated has the right for breaking stuff. Okay, if you are upset about something, break your own shit. No one gives a damn. But when it comes to you destroying a business, destroying a neighborhood, destroying anything that is not yours for the sake of protest, but for the sake that enough is enough, I don't agree with that. That's where you lose the message for me. Because there's a lot of individuals out there, those that, you know, passed, unfortunately, um, due to that caused these protests and obviously I'm referencing to a lot of the protests that were done throughout the country, throughout the world, even for black lives matter. And yes, black lives do matter, but there's certain sanctions of that movement where I believe there are some individuals in the movement that believe they are protesting the right way for the movement that shakes things up and yes this is irrelevant to the whole trump at this point because now we're focused on black lives matter but i'm only using this to construe my point okay for example we discussed about a video that was shot by a young lady uh this happened obviously months ago when the riots across the country were going on uh i believe it was after the murder of george floyd and yes murder with capital m um and uh, at least in New York City, in, uh, we had a curfew. Uh, 8 p.m., everyone had to be home, blah, 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 blah. This just had to be shut down, everything. Uh, you know, because uh, people were, were upset. People were, were rioting, literally rioting in the streets. Damaging businesses, damaging people's homes, uh, damaging uh, thousands of dollars worth of taxpayer dollars. Gone some in the, in a few days and this one lady that spoke to me when i saw her video uh was simply saying you just destroyed for example a charging station that this homeless man uses you know you destroyed a neighborhood of people that are medical care workers which is especially trouble problematic and troubling when we are in a pandemic that the world has never seen since truly uh what was that uh, that flu the spanish flu after world war one but now it's worse just because of commercialization and how travel is easier but the fact of the matter though is is that with the, these protesters were protesting a cause that needed to be protested yes nothing was done to the murderers of george floyd they had the right to protest, but yet the destruction that was left in the past of protesting was what killed it for me because you took away from the message. Same with the Trump protesters. Their well, message you, you was remember, dead. Right? Remember what? You remember the protests, right? You're talking about in New York? No, not just New York, but the, the, the BLM protests that, that you're, you're citing about the rioting. You remember the protests, right? I remember the rioting, yes. 
They, do, I still see protesters today. Re- but I still see protesters today because I know what you're doing. It's, I'm not doing anything. I, I'm asking no, I know question. what you're doing. You're trying to tell me that because of the, stru- the, the, the destruction that they caused. And I'm right. Not they as in everyone in the Black Lives Matter movement, mind you. But they as in the individuals that took it upon themselves to do criminal acts. Yes, criminal acts in the name of protest. Um, no, I do not remember. No one remembers that. that they were Black Lives Matter protests. The media didn't cover them as Black Lives Matter protests or riots or whatever you want to call it. No, of course they did. But the fact of the matter, though, is the message was gone. No, it wasn't. Every, and, everywhere you introduced, like, what what was the message? That, here's the, the thing. Everyone's going to remember. This, but here's the thing. Everyone's going to remember the, what happened at Capitol Hill. Yeah, they, they but, then, but then, But the difference is, though, is that, of course, the media, le- the, the radical left, the media the left, <laughs> that media left is simply going to say, oh, well, what happened at Capitol Hill was an attempted coup. That day it was not a coup, but the fact of the matter though it is was it was people expressing their free right to free their right to free speech and their right to protest. But I do not agree with what they did because what they did outside was okay. They were protesting me, peacefully. But when they did the de- the destruction inside the building, that's where it ends. Same with the Black Lives Matter movement or any movement me. whatsoever and any type of protest whatsoever. I will be like, okay, you go you do that you protest because here's the thing you do not have to cause destruction and wreak havoc in order to have a successful protest i see men and women at the corner when i'm going to, to going to work right i see them it's cold outside right now and they're sitting out there peacefully chanting holding their signs protesting on the street corner what are they protesting black lives matter they're they're protesting against white supremacists which is good they does need to be doing that. It does for me. I see them, but the problem is, no, the media won't cover anything unless it's big. So, is but that the fact, the, I'm not going to so, go into that because that's opening up a can of worms. But the no, fact no, of right, no, is, no, no. I think, no, I think it's important you mention that because I think if you're an activist and you want uh, as much change as possible to be brought about, um, one of the things you have to struggle with is optics and attention. Uh, can you get cameras looking at you long enough? Well, and when you amass when you amass hundreds of thousands, uh, hundreds or thousands of people in one location at one time to protest, yes, that is admissible. That's how you get everybody to come. Okay, when 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 we were having the Black Lives Matter protests across the nation, even before it went from peaceful protesting to rioting and looting by various individuals and not, and I will say this, not everyone that was riding in Lewin were even part of the protest. People take advantage of things, okay? I will say that. I do not believe that all of the people, for the sake of, because I know who I was gonna listen to this, some people are gonna be like, oh yeah, well, Chauncey knows what he's talking about. Some people are gonna hate you, Avery. It's okay, it's politics. You know, whenever you have a show like this, it's always gonna happen. But the fact of the matter though is, is that I don't believe that everyone that did the bad during those, that took advantage of the protest were actually protesters. I believe that some people were just people who didn't want to take advantage of the situation. Well, I think, wait a minute. I think that's a, no, hold on. I think that's a different question than the, the original premise, right? Like the original question is, what is the right way to do a protest, essentially? 
that's the original question. And you're saying when you do property damage, uh, and I will, I will say, I think you're using the word destroy a, a very loosely here. No, I don't no, think no. they, they so level the what Bronx. What do you call when you burn business down? What do you call when you, when you break into a business and steal? What do you call that? Is you, that call that you call that property? looting? Yes, that is looting, but what is it? No, all? looting word is equally bad, though. But it's also destruction of property when you're damaged. How do you get, well, you didn't just walk in there, right? The door wasn't open. What did you do? You had to break the door down. Break yeah, but the you, didn't down. you had to break something. You didn't so nuke the building. The, the local Walmart isn't actually effaced from the surface of the earth. Like, these are usually. That's, well, that's annihilation. That's not destruction. That's just annihilation. So I guess, I guess, uh, look, I guess what I'm saying is, um, I see your point, and I've heard this argument before, and, and I understand where you're coming from. Um, and, I mean, generally speaking, I think it would be ideal. I think it would be ideal that peaceful protesting is the only amount of protesting you do. Uh, but if you look at the historical record, for example, the civil rights movement, um, the type of protests that actually well, accomplished something were not peaceful ones. Even like Martin Luther King Jr. Wait, what are you talking about? The, like what are during you talking the, about? Because when you're sitting in a diner, when, 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 when African-Americans were sitting in a... Those were crimes. The only sec, in a white only Those section, were crimes. They were crimes. But here's the thing. They that wasn't the law this as a when form you, of protest. But that's different. They How is that different? Property. They were not destroying property. They did destroy property back then too. That those were forms of protest back then too, just as they are today. No, no but what, then I did I disagree with that. But what I'm saying that is, but then when no, you're nothing would have happened. The the Rosalind. What are you Franklin, talking about? So, for example, the the Rosalind Franklin. Like Rosa Parks. What did she do different? What did oh, she sorry, do? Not Rosalind Franklin. Sorry, Rosa Parks. Yes. When she was sitting in front of the bus. What was destructive about that? What was bad about that? The only thing that was bad was because of the, the, the backwards laws that were back then. But that would, but she was not destroying nothing. How That's much my point. I guess this is my, my point is this. The sit-ins that you're talking about actually had not that much impact in terms of societal change. Actually, they really did. No, not, not really. Like a, Most of the protests, it was the protests that happened as a result of sit-ins and exposure like uh, PR exposure and stuff that, that had the larger weight and working through the court systems and stuff for legality purposes. So we are back from break. So essentially the argument I'm making is Avery. So if you own a business, right? Yes. Protesters come along and a massive protest. They're angry. They're mad. They're upset. Let's say, for, for example, you're a vegan, right? So let's say it's for your vegan cause of animal murder. You know, it could be about the fur trade, which first should be banned. I agree with that. Um, you know, we have the technology. Why do we need fur? But the fact of the matter, though, is, um, is that... Before, if you, you, before you bring up your point, I want to ask a question. It's just definitions-wise. Do you think if you protest and you, and you break the law that that is peaceful? Well, it depends. Um, so the sit-ins, for example, by Rosa Parks. The thing, the back then was, it was, but here's the thing, they wouldn't be violent, they were breaking the law. Like, we do know that police brutality is a real thing. Yeah, so, but, but breaking the law itself isn't a qualify, is it, doesn't, doesn't disqualify you from peaceful no, protest. 
technically everyone that protested bro was breaking the health mandate of no large gatherings of 10 or more people depending where what state sure. you're living sure. in but but that's fine then i just want to make sure that definitions but what i'm trying to state though is is so okay so i believe so this is so the laws that i'm talking about okay is simple a property if damage you, no not just property damage property damage um hate speech um attack assault um rape any of these and i'm not saying you know no, violent crimes violent crimes yes now a passive crime can you commit violence as against the building <laughs> avery it's a real question can you commit violence against the building avery it's as simple as this okay it is as simple as this Okay. You, I'm, I'm here's, ready. A, here's a scenario for you. Okay. There's a bunch of vegans protesting yep. about the fur. Uh, they want fur to be banned. Not, it's not happening. Sure. They that because nothing of the injustice of the murder of animals, right? Yep. Not condescending nobody. Just you know, you're a vegan, and so we're gonna use this example. You have a vegan-owned business, like you, a vegan deli of sorts you know what i'm saying so what happens is they come in they protest you're a vegan you're a fellow vegan you're like yeah right on good for the protest then they destroy your business your business is gone how are you gonna feel about that you're gonna be happy i probably business, won't care because my building is is i gone. probably won't care because my building will be insured but that's I mean, the last that's most businesses you have to so understand like, oh well oh well well my insurance will cover it but let's say your insurance is left just to make it even better so, so you're not making any okay. freaking money okay, from so this whatsoever let, so you're gonna be about it no so let, let me let me put it like this since i'm already a vegan in this circumstance you are vegan yeah so here's the thing no like i i mean since i own a vegan business okay it means yes. I, I believe in their cause already. It would make no logical sense for me to no longer be vegan because they tore down my business and happened well, to be no, supporting I'm not vegan. Well, no, you're not going to be vegan anymore because that's a lifestyle choice. It's like, you know, a, 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 a Christian burning down another Christian church. You know what I'm saying? You're still going to be a Christian. You're just not. You're going to be mad at that particular Christian or Christians that burned down your church. But what I'm saying, you know, though, you, with, you answered your question. No, but what I'm, no, that's my question. <laughs> what I'm trying to ask Avery here is. I wouldn't I be upset is what I'm you're, saying. So you're going to be fine with it. You're not going to be upset at what, here's the thing. You know what's a weak I thing? I wouldn't be. I, a weak my, move my... to do. But you know, no, you know what a weak move is for anything? Sure. In a fight, what's a weak move uh, uh, with a man fighting another man? Uh, I mean, probably hitting him in the balls. Probably hitting him in the balls. Yeah, some some right? good, some good ball hitting. Yep, with destruction. Okay, detrimental. Done. But the fact that matter though. But just like I insurance, he gets back up. <laughs> what? But but what? I, <laughs> But what we like to have fun here. But what I'm trying to say though is, is that essentially 
with the whole movement is that it's blindsided. That's my whole thing. Like until, and I said this earlier in this show, is that when you have a cause and then you do something radical or stupid that takes away from the message of the cause, you lost. Just like in a fight, you kick another man in the balls. Why. You kick another man in the balls, you lost. It's but cheap. Why? It's whatever. Why, Avery? I still don't. So because me, when you're me, when you are attacking innocence, people have nothing to do with what you're protesting about. How how don't they, by the way, actually? Like just hypothetically, how no, do they not no, no, but we're talking about have anything to do with the pro So when you if you're a business owner, usually that I mean not all the time, but I mean a lot of the time that use your means you're uh, um at least middle class. Um you have the capital to have a business. And the middle class um and the upper class control the, the machinations of the, the economy and a lot of social change. Um, I don't agree, to, to preface this, I don't necessarily agree with protesting practices, okay, if, if you destroy a community or something like that. But also, I also understand that the messaging of those groups is not necessarily dependent on what they actually do, okay? So what I mean is, you can have five different protests, and all of them support different causes. And they all can burn down. We will be as extreme as possible. They can burn down, uh, each burn down a business apiece. And everyone will still be able to remember what they were protesting about. Um, now, you can say, oh, now people are going to be mad at the cause. But, 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 but here's the thing, though. You're not getting what I'm saying. Yes, people are going to remember. You just remember. You're just stating about the remembrance of what their protest is about. People are still going to remember what they're protesting about. I'm not saying they won't. I'm just saying that the message is lost. But the because the when you shoot down, like if you are fighting against injustice, if that's what you are protesting about, which most protests are, is about injustices, and then you cause other other injustices to other people. How are you not better than the people you're protesting against or the cause that you're protesting for? How are you not better, for example, than the cops that took lives away? You know, how are we not better than anything, anyone? Yes, no justice, no peace. I get that. But rioting, looting, so what, what destruction happens? of taxpayer dollars, what happens why if, if no seriously like the, i think my overarching point is for a lot of these people the reason why they're they're you know resorting to these types of tactics is because they have followed the rules for a long time okay uh, especially um for the black lives matter movement these people have followed the rules they've protested in the quote-unquote correct way that everyone says is the right way this is ignoring the fact, by the way, that the country went into uproar over a person kneeling, like Colin but, Kaepernick. But, but, but let me ask you this, okay? Sorry to cut you off, but let me ask you this. You've obviously seen a lot of, have you seen any of the videos that on YouTube or other various social medias, uh, which I've watched from both sides? Uh, for example, pro-Trump protesters and anti-Trump protesters. They're both arguing. They're both protesting, right? Then yeah. the person throws a punch and then it's 
a freaking brawl. Okay. What do you remember? Do you remember about what they're protesting about? Yeah. Yes. One person was for one side, one person the other. But then you see the disgusting thing of that. And here's the thing that you want to think about as well. There are younger generations coming up. Yeah. We really want them to see violence in the streets, people getting caught up in it for, for, for protests. Yes, if the cause is just, yeah, I get it. Matt, a mass, make the masses protest in the streets. Yes, amen. Walk those streets, protest, yell, scream, bang. But what, if until, what if you block traffic because you're protesting? I disagree with that. Where are you supposed to protest with your mass crowds? No, if you no, here's the thing, Avery. When it comes to blocking the highway, you saw this no, with not the, the highway. in the beginning in the early stages years ago. And the issue was that people were upset, frustrated. Because you have people that are trying to go to work. People are trying to save lives. Well, people where are, are you supposed to protest the world that? and the community. And you don't, you don't protest in the middle of a goddamn freeway. When you have a crowd of, let's say, 10,000 people, where are you supposed to put them all? You organize that. Go to a park. Go somewhere. What if there's not a park? What, what if you're in a city with no park nearby? Highway, which is dangerous and against the law. Uh, no, I, I understand what you're saying, but my, my entire point is, there is there is this and I this believe is true. organized protests is the it, best. It doesn't form matter of if you no, these are organized protests. No. There is no perfect the, way to protest. You don't that is my point. protest in the goddamn freeway. All, part of I mean, the protest is getting the permits, getting the permission to be in a certain area. Not like, well, fuck it. We're going to hold up uh, the BQE. For those that are in New York, you guys know what the BQE, the, uh, the Brooklyn Queens Expressway, which I swear to God, if that happened, I'll be pissed off because I, it will take me hours to get home at that point. But you don't just do that. It's deadly. It's dangerous. And people can get hurt. When you are a when you when you are endangering people's lives, that's the point that I'm making. When you are damaging other people's property, were people endangered? Their lives endangered though, as a result of those, because I didn't hear about stuff like that. I just heard about uh, cars. So what would happen, right, is protesters would start going that way, and then police would reroute people, and the only time there were ever injuries was when a car did not listen to the police and tried to hit protesters on purpose. That was the only inc- seemingly the only incidents in which that occurred. Well, sometimes there wasn't even police at some of these organizations, at some of these protests. But the basis of the point that I'm making is that, Avery, we can debate this all day, every day, for hours on end, just on this one topic about what is the perfect way to protest. But I will say this. We can agree to disagree. I believe in an organized protest when no one's going to get hurt, no one's going to get um, assaulted, and nothing's going to get destroyed. You, my friend, believe whatever happens, happens. As no, long as I, I think, clear. no, no, I'm saying, I think ideally there is a certain way to protest that in which you don't, you know, cause property damage. So, but to you, the- what is that? But at the end of the day, if you cause property damage, I also don't think that's necessarily as bad as you're making it out to seem for, many, for multiple reasons. But 
it, mainly because the goal of a protest largely is to enact change. And what did you see? When protesters did property damage, the thing that we're talking bad about, um, you got a lot of change as a result on, on behalf of local governments. Okay. So Avery, it is the end of episode one of hopefully a very long series. Um, it's been fun. Obviously, guys, for those that are listening, uh, we will be having uh, information uh, for you guys to reach out to us, uh, social media as well as emails. Um, so that way, in case uh, we said anything that we need a fact check, of course, we always want to be correct in what we are saying, especially because um, we, unlike certain media outlets, don't like spurt sp lies and deceit and fake news. <laughs> I had to do it, Avery. I'm sorry. Cringe. But, Eternal cringe. Yes, I know. <laughs> but, uh, but the fact of the matter, though, is, is that um, next uh, time we are going to, you know, take a look at those um, that reached out. Uh, and we would love to have you on our show. Um, obviously, we are new to this and uh you know in this series is brand new and we would love to have other people of other points of view and other walks of life on here because that's what this platform is all about getting people's voices heard getting opinions learning from one another and opening our political minds to others ideas um so next uh episode we're going to be looking into my favorite topic entitlements uh as well as Ooh, entitlements yeah it's cut and burn baby but um and then of course we'll be looking into the inauguration as well since that is closely approaching and uh dive into um article 25 which i do not believe is going to happen due to what mike uh vice president mike pence said um earlier uh, yeah, which, we'll, we'll see what happens um they may decide something before we meet again, but we'll see. Well, probably not Article 25. More of, I feel like, the House and the Senate are going to pass, since it is a majority of Demo uh, Democrats have a majority in both houses of Congress, that if they can get the votes, if they can get the time, and if they can have speed, because time is, is not on their side right now, um, see if they could have an Articles of Impeachment. And if that happens, President Donald J. Trump will be the first actual president of the United States history to actually be removed from office yep. by impeachment. Yep. So, guys, once again, thank you all, and have a good day. It's been real. See you guys next time. Now don't you fall asleep on me.